Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Xbox the Box and Xbox Podcast. My name is Mr. Chief, and I'm with my good friend, Alice. That way. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, Happy New Year and uh, all that jazz. Uh, today's episode is a special one because it is our Game of the Year discussion. So it's going to be a whole episode and I hope, that. I just hope that you all waited for it, even though the last podcast episode didn't receive as many views. But no. we certainly like had separate videos, which seems to be attracting more views. But I recently yeah. put up a Halo Sounds comparison, which is the 10th year anniversary, where I compared like Halo Reach and Halo 4 Sounds. Yeah. So, so I just That's like got it done with some Halo Infinite stuff, and I just got it up on like YouTube. So I thought it was quite good. But when I look for it, it's just like Halo Infinite sounds that it's not so like wicked and amazing as Halo Four. But yeah. I noticed there's a huge amp up on difference where there's a bit of more clarity. My favorite yeah. is like a sniper rifle, which is, sounds much nicer in Halo Infinite compared to like. The others in Reach and Halo, uh, was it the Halo 4? But the yeah. interesting thing is that there's no battle rifle in the Halo Reach, so I threw that in with the Halo 3 footage, and that's what I'd done from like 10 years ago. Uh. <laughs> but it's the first time I got like, I use the Ava Media's uh, recording box, which I record uh, some gameplay from like Halos 4, 3, and Reach. And it's a bit yeah. blurry compared to what I got recently. Like, I think I just got it with the Xbox Series S during the Black Friday sale. And I got to work with my M1 Mac Mini. And the results are, like, so good. So I'm just happy with what, how it turned out. Yeah, well, I, I, it was a good video and it's getting some decent views. So I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, also, yeah. if you guys... Your YouTube feed's a bit full of uh, Game of the Year discussions, I'm sorry. But I thought we had, I thought there were some interesting videos. and We just come into smaller ones, so it would be nice to... You can see the exact awards you're interested in. Uh, but yeah, we didn't do... We didn't cover Game of the Year, which is what we're doing today. Um, also, so this is... Are we going to break the fourth wall a little bit here? We're doing a double, ep, a double recording at the moment. We're doing a Definitely Hallows Part 1 and 2 or... Avengers Infinity War and Endgame here. We're doing the two-part... We're, we're basically going to record two podcasts back-to-back. So we're doing Game of the Year now. And in the week, next week's episode, it's going to be a video we've pre-recorded because, you know, Christmas. And it's going to be about all about 2023. So look forward to that. It's going to be our uh, preview of the next year of Xbox and gaming in general. So uh, have you been wondering why we're wearing... So if you've been wondering why we are wearing the same clothes without those food stains on us, then this would explain why. <laughs> exactly. That, that, that's, that's essentially why I've said that. Yeah. And also we're probably going to be slightly shorter episodes for this one and next one because we're recording it in one go and we haven't, you know, we just got to use about the same amount of time as we usually do. So uh, without further ado, let's, we can jump into our game of the year discussion. So what we've decided to do is we've both got a top five. And then my fifth place, and then we added up the scores of our top fives to come up with an ultimate game of the year. So my fifth place will get one point, or our fifth place will get one point, fourth place will get two points, third place will get three points, two, second place will get four points, and first place will get five points. So if my first place and Alice's third place uh, were together, that would get eight points total. And if that's got the most points out of all the games is discussed that would be game of the year that's pretty much how and it's going to work 
and Bob is your uncle, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit. It, hopefully, it's, it's, it sounds really complicated, but I'm hoping it's, it's going to be quite uh, great, story, quite straightforward. Uh, we both got a top five list, and basically, if we have two games that are on both our lists and it's, they're both quite high up, that's probably going to be the game of the year, I imagine. So I'm excited mm. for this. So yeah, we've both got our top fives. Uh, Alice has left. You you left your your top five to the last minute, I believe. Have you have you got your top five ready to go? Yep. Ooh, I'm excited. I I keep changing my fifth place. Uh, I've changed it a couple of times, but I, I think I'm going to stick with what I got. Why so do you keep putting your finger into other pies? <laughs> I don't know. I just I keep changing my mind. I want. I was also I... thinking. I... Yeah, it's just, uh, well, for me, it's pretty easy enough to do because I haven't played a lot of new games this year. Whereas Uh, um, I've been playing the mixture of old games too, like Lego Star Wars Complete Saga and the Artful Escape. So I think compared to yours, mine's a bit boring. Ah, okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens now. I, I'm really, I'm really curious how this is going to turn out because I think we're going to be the only outlet, the only gaming channel that Game of the Year is not going to be going to either Elden Ring or God of War. I don't think. Uh, mm. <laughs> even though I adore Elden Ring, you haven't played it, and I, neither of us have played God of War, so it's going to be interesting. We're going to have we're going to have something unique for our Game of the Year, I think, compared to every other outlet. So it's going to be interesting. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you've got any honourable mentions before we jump into our top fives, uh, anything you would like to mention that didn't quite make the cut? Yes, I have, I think I have a few, and that's yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Yeah. It's the, it's more like, uh, I like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as a beat-em-up, and it yeah. stands up, uh, stands out above all the Konami games. And I thought, wow, so good. But, um, yeah. however, it's just like, feels more like Scott Pilgrim in terms of yeah. styling. But yeah, it's just still fun. And, and I think everyone gets to enjoy it more. Plus, it's got like amazing music by T. Lopes. And it's also made by the same guys behind uh, Wonder Boy uh, and Streets of Age 4. But yeah. yeah, it's just still an amazing game that you can get to check out. Yeah, uh, one of my ones would be uh, Higher Life. That was I've been hyping that game up for ages. I've played, but I've only played it for about an hour, so I didn't feel right putting it in my top five because I haven't played it enough to really judge it myself. I just downloaded it. Yeah, and then also Pentiment I haven't played, but it got ten out of tens. And Somerville I haven't played, and that got a load of good reviews as well. So there's a lot of lists. There's a lot I haven't had a chance to play yet. Sorry, it's not the also, like, <laughs> also, I have a few more, though, is I'm yeah, going to yeah, mention yeah. Pokemon Scarlet and Fivet. Well, specifically Pokemon Fivet. I okay. was going to go off the, this realm of like playing Pokemon games every three years, and yeah. I thought I was going to drop off Pokemon after I was so disappointed by the my Pokemon Sword and the series of Pokemon... Uh, fourth gen remakes, Brilliant Diamond and Shining yeah. Pearl, and I just feel uh, I just cannot keep up if they just keep turning churning out games like that. But then yeah. there's like Pokemon Arceus, so like mm, okay, 
Yeah. But yeah, yeah. the one game that got me back into Pokemon is Pokemon Violet. No matter how much you say that it's just like flawed, I still had a ton of fun with it. And it's for oh, this yeah. reason that I got a subscription for Pokemon Home. I got uh, I got to play Pokemon Arceus and even like played more Pokemon. And it just shows like how much yeah. the Pokemon Violet got me back into Pokemon. But it's still an honourable mention for me. Yeah. I also like to mention that uh, I like to make an honourable mention of Elden Ring, which this is the game I have not played. It's thirty percent off in the sales, but unfortunately I haven't got round to playing it, and I don't think I ever will. So I, it's definitely not in my charts. Also, I like to add Halo's uh, Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga, which yeah. I bought the game. It's ready, but I haven't got round to playing it. That's fair. I haven't played it. I got it on my downloads as well. I mean, Game Pass is such a good service that there's so many games that I've wanted to play, I haven't got around to playing. Like, uh, Immortality is supposed to be really good as well. I haven't got around to playing that either. That's supposed to be really good as well. Uh, it's just a list of games as long as my arms that I've wanted to play. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's going to be funny when we get to my top five because I think we've mentioned a couple of things. I'm going to go into too much detail. Um so, should we get into the top five? Yes. Do you want to, should I go first or do you want to go first? Yeah, go first. You go first. I'll go first. Okay. So, number five, I've been I'm in an RN. So, I, I've got to make honourable mention. I was going to say uh, As Dusk Falls as an honourable mention because this was my number five until about ten minutes ago. But my number five mm. is actually Plague Tale Requiem. Uh, the Last of Us with actually good writing and good characters and good acting. Uh, <laughs> uh, you haven't rated it much higher, though. No, fifth place is not the highest, I suppose, but I still... Uh, it was a good game. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I haven't finished it yet. That's that's why it's not higher. It's because I haven't got around to finishing it yet. Uh, the gameplay is very similar to the first game, and it's not got much difference. That's probably why I haven't finished it, because I completed the first game, and I feel like I've kind of got my fill of the gameplay. But I am going to go back mm. to it because I like the characters, I like the setting, I like the world, and the art's beautiful, and the graphics are amazing. I just haven't had the time yeah, to get back good. to it. So, I mean, it's, it's my number five because I haven't finished it. But from the amount of hours I've played on it, I've really enjoyed it. And I think it's a really good game. Um, and I think, yeah, it's definitely worth re- recommending to anyone who's interested in like third-person action, adventure, stealth games. It's, uh, it's right up there. If if you if you like the Sony model of games and you you've jumped over to Xbox, you've got Game Pass. Download uh, Playtale Requiem. I would recommend it. Uh, I would recommend it highly. So that's have you seen five. many rats in it? Sorry, yeah, there's lots of have rats. Have you seen lots and lots and lots of rats? Too many rats, in fact. <laughs> it just reminds me. It just reminds me of that new Pokemon in Pokemon Violet. Mousehold. <laughs> <laughs> Mousehold that just keeps duplicating. Yeah, this is why. So, if you like... want to see Population Bomb in real life, yeah. this is the game for you. I was going to say, yeah, this is like the fourth or fifth e- evolution of Mousehold, isn't it? Because it just keeps duplicating in, in population size. So, it's like, this is like the 12th, the 12th or 13th evolution where they've got like 100 Mouseholds in each, in each collection. <laughs> Yeah. Or it's just one the mouse hold, only it's got more mount mice. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my number five. Uh, 
recommend it highly. I would say go play it, play it at Rec Room. It won our game of, uh, won our Game Pass game of the year, I believe, in our in our award ceremonies. I mean, spoilers for last week if you didn't see it. Uh, well, if we you don't were... know, then you don't have to be specific. Just ask yeah. them to watch the video. <laughs> yeah, go watch the video. I'm not sure. Uh, find out for yourself. You can, <laughs> you can actually add cards to the end of this video, so you can like put I them do. in, just like how I did it in like the sounds comparison. It's just pointed it oh, to yeah. your podcast. Yeah, good idea. Well, we'll do that. Uh, so, what is your number five? Doo-doo-doo. Ooh, Playtale. <laughs> oh, yours is Playtale as well. Okay. So I haven't played. I haven't played enough well, of it, so same. Uh, so I cannot really rate it a bit higher or anything like that. But yeah, it just plays like the Last of Us. It's got the stealth, and yeah. it just emph- puts a more emphasis on humans. So it's a bit like part two in the way, but yeah. But I think it's just like really good, and it I like is. the environment yeah. where it just changes up by, by putting this survival horror in the medieval times. I haven't played the original game, but I just certainly yeah. think it's like uh, really interesting. And I thought, yeah, yeah. it's pretty much a more of an action thing. The only thing is, it's just like I haven't played enough of it, and there could be some like less linear yeah. elements. But I think it's just like you have to like stealth through all those areas before you can make it to another area. So, but for what's worth, especially with Essex, it's pretty much much worth. For you to download it definitely i i've said i said previously highly recommend it it's funny that you've met you've uh that's your number five as well so so mm. if, if we do it like we'll do like eurovision it's it's currently the front runner with two points in our game of the year discussion so <laughs> two I'm points i'm writing it down actually the the so... points plague tale requiem is 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 our front runner for game of the year i don't think that's going to stay there because i'm pretty well the next game we, the next game I say it's gonna get two points anyway, so it's gonna be a tie in already. <laughs> so, but <laughs> congratulations to getting two points. Uh, Play Tale Requiem is a very good game. Uh, highly recommend it. Uh, shall I move on to my number four then? Yes. Four. Number four. Um, my number four is what you said as a uh, honourable mention. It's one of my favourite games of the year, and that is Pokemon Scarlet slash Violet. Um, Ooh. <laughs> game graphically and stuff, it might be broken and like the textures might be a bit off and it might be a bit buggy, but God, it's a fun game to play. It's basically Pokemon Red and Blue are my favorite games, of, like two of my favorite games of all time as a child. Uh, it's just you get, now we have the actual what we dreamt as a kid of Pokemon being like an open world with Pokemon everywhere or around you. And now we finally have the realization of that. Yeah, it's a little bit buggy, but so are Bethesda games. So are like other games that are like, you know, I feel like the ambition is like, I feel like it's an ambitious Pokemon game and I really like it. I, I was very difficult. I was very difficult trying to choose between this and Arceus, but I feel like, I feel like Scarlet and Violet has more of a tale, has more of a, Post game and it's probably going to last me longer uh, than because uh, I've already beaten Legends Arceus and I kind of had nothing else to do now. I've got all the Pokemon. Uh, I suppose I could do Shiny Hunting, but I could do that in Scarlet and Violet, and I could do raids and all that. Um, yeah, I mean it's just a fun game. I think it's one of the better Pokemon games of recent history. The rivals cool. The open world's cool. Uh, 
the, the storylines I like. I like I like the ending. I think the ending's cool. Uh, like you've got the the par- I mean, without spoilers, like Paradox Pokemon, I'll just say that. We'll go into detail what Paradox Pokemon are. I think that's rad. Don't reveal too much, really. No, that's I'm, I'm just gonna, the word that Paradox Pokemon is all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say what Paradox Pokemon means or anything like that. But that is just rad. You've got to play it. It's it's uh if you're a fan of Pokemon, this is the best Pokemon game that's come out in a long time. Uh, probably my one of my favorite Pokemon games ever. Top 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 five, I would say. Uh, I yeah, would I, I, I would like it. I would add that uh, compared to Pokemon Sword that I have on my Switch, I yeah. played. What well, my Pokemon Sword is like eighty five hours or more. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Fire that I got is ninety five uh, hours or more. So I play more than Pokemon Swords. So you can tell Already, this is a yeah. very good game because yeah, it I... just keeps bringing you back and you get to do more raids. Yeah. You can hunt shinies, which even though it lacks the cues to find the shinies in the game, it's still yeah. very fit, much easier to find the shinies compared to the last game. And I think that is yeah. really fantastic. I just love Pokemon in the overworld and the open world and stuff. It's just fantastic. And it's like, uh, yeah, I'm one of the suckers who buys both copies. <laughs> so I've completed Violet 100%, got 400 Pokemon, the full Pokedex. And <laughs> I've now, I've, I beat the Elite Four this morning on Scarlet. So I'm going into the post game now in Scarlet. So that's fun. I'm looking forward to doing that in a bit. That's going to be really enjoyable. Well... Uh, I would say that it's definitely the first gen could be the generation where I most regret getting the one version. In fact, if it's a yeah. one generation, I got so st- split at the decision which version to get that I asked around and I thought, oh, whether I could get Violet or Scarlet. And it's like, yeah. I'll get Violet. And like, okay. So I got that. And I'm like, oh gosh, I regret getting not getting Scarlet because I think. I really enjoy the legendary. Some of the Pokemon yeah. designs are better on a Scarlet. And also, it's just like I see more pe- people on Pokemon Violet than with Scarlet. It's just like, yeah. I just couldn't look around for, like, who's playing Scarlet? Who can, like, train me those monsters? So I did find a few in the end, so it just helps. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's Pokemon Daddy Daddy issues and Pokemon Mummy issues, isn't it? That's like, those are the two games. <laughs> Oh yeah, the one of the places I talk to, like there's definitely players who like Professor Chure, and they were yeah. like so lusting over him that they just went for Pokemon Violets. But I think the main reason is like people getting it for the. Well, actually, no, that's not right. You think people it's would like get Pokemon Violet for the legendary, but I think maybe more people yeah. are getting it because of Professor Chure. <laughs> I got it because of the legendary. I'm, I, I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> I didn't get it for the Dilf. I got it for the legendary. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's my number four. I really have loved it. I thought it was a really fun game. Obviously, it's you know it's not an Xbox game, so it'd be weird if it no. went our game of the year. But hey, I, 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 still, I still really enjoyed it. So that's my number mm-hmm. four. 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 Four, four, four. Number four. What was your number four? Then? <laughs> it's Tunic. Ooh. I, I, I didn't put Tunic on my list. Tunic's great, though. I love Tunic. Uh, Legend of Zelda meets Dark Souls. 
with a nice cute fox. Yeah, I, I, I something like that. I haven't finished it. I definitely played it and finished it. Like I was trying to read more books at the beginning yeah. of the year, and I'm like, I want to try something else. But when I got Tunic, after a few recommendations, I got into it, and I played it so much because it just looks clean, it looks simple, and it has this huge nostalgia factor compared to the uh, the other like retro games. It's just like. Yeah. It's just like a retro game that is more isometric for you, but it has so much colorful, vibrant visuals that you just really admire it for its beauty. Plus, I really enjoy the gameplay aspects of it too, like how you can like solve puzzles and do those things that just like gets to complete the whole game. So it, yeah. it is really challenging. It has a huge difficulty curve, but... But for what it's worth, it's just like really good. I've I've really enjoyed. It. I haven't finished it. I need to go back to it. I got about two three hours into it, but I really I really enjoyed what I played. Uh, yeah, it's like collecting the pages of the manual is like part of the, the the big gameplay thing, isn't it? And it's like the roles and stuff. <clears throat> and I like I like you can turn invincibility on if you get stuck and stuff like that. It's got some nice little touches to it. Uh, I really enjoyed well, it. It's not in my top five, but I really enjoyed it for sure. It was a good but game. There's a problem with it though, is like the puzzles are the big problem that it expects you to bring out your pen and paper to like write down what it is and you just kind yeah. of figure it out. But it's just so convoluted and cryptic that you just end up going to yeah. the internet and find out solutions to these puzzles. And that's how people can get achievements for this game easily enough. That why yeah. go through this waste paper if you can just look it up on your phone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing with me with Tunic is that I've got, I got a couple of hours into it and I'm like I don't know where I am now in the story. So if I wanted to get a guide up, I'm like, where do I go with the guide? It's like it's because it's not like really, it doesn't you don't really know how I don't know how much I progressed really. Um, it's a fun game though. I really enjoy it. I mean I'm a huge Zelda fan, so I mean I. It's very inspired to like a link to the past and all that. I think it's a great game. Yeah, it's a good pick, a very good pick. I I I I I haven't played it enough for it to be in my top five, but I I, I did enjoy it for sure. Yeah, and you like foxes as well. I you you like yeah, <laughs> and cats and cats. <laughs> and it's cute. It's a cute fox. It's made by one person mm. as well, wasn't it? I think, or mainly made by one person, which is kind of crazy. It, it takes is it? You like, yeah. As a game, as we both were both game design students. It kind of blows my mind whenever someone says this game was made by one or two people. It always blows my mind because, like, I know how well, hard it is to make a game. Well, the one game I absolutely remember is made by only one person is is Dust Elysian Table Tale, yeah. nicely hand drawn, all made within the XNA game engine. I think all done by one person. Yeah, I think because I saw an interview with the guy who made. I might be wrong, but I think I think I saw an interview with the guy who made Tunic, and he basically did like ninety five percent of the game, and then he had a couple of people in on board to help him with like smaller things. But I'm pretty sure he he pretty much did it all on his own, or the majority of it on his own, uh, which is impressive. Uh, it's a really cool game though. I really uh, it's, it's like it was his passion project. It, whenever I hear those type of stories, like Toby Fox or or the guy who made Tunic or even Phil Fish, who was a bit mad, 
Uh, oh, it always inspires me. I wish I went back to doing games design. I wish I wish I. That's always been a dream of mine is to release a game, and I think one day I will go back and finish. Make, I'll make something and release it <laughs> on Xbox um, or something. I'm going to say that. Yeah, you're right. It's just made by Andrews. Should this whether that is, he was at the Silverback Productions for like six years. And wow. he just decided to work full time on Tunic instead of on weekends. So that's how he worked on it. Well, congrats, I mean, congratulations! You're in our top five. Or your Alice is number four. So you, 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 you've a very good game. You made a fantastic game, and you did it all on your own. And you're up against some really stiff competition this year, and you've done a fantastic job. So, what more can we say, really? <laughs> um, should we move on to my number three? Yes. Number three. Speaking of games made by small teams, my number three is Vampire Survivors. The most addictive game in the history of video games. I cannot stop playing it. And now I know this on mobile phones. I've been playing the mobile phone version as well. And now I, 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 need, I need help. I need help. <laughs> Please help me. <laughs> I'm addicted. I can't stop playing it. It's too damn good. <laughs> Uh, it's it's uh, do you know the, the the guy who developed the game? Apparently, he used to make uh gambling machines, so it makes total sense why this game is so addictive. <laughs> <laughs> he knows exactly he knows exactly how to get your uh, the dopamine going in your brain. Like he knows what he knows how to make you want to like keep going. It's such a uh, I mean, it is the most video game video game of the year. I would say. Uh, uh well, I think he could be. Goodness. You could be invited to, to uh, develop more pachinko machines in Japan, but nah, he's already work, been working on the DLC, which is yeah. on Moonshine or whatever this is. He It's now released for the game, only for like Windows and Xbox. So you have to wait a bit yeah. for the phones. But right now you can just like get Vampire Survivors for like four quid and it's just yeah. like works so good. And I got the DLC. I bought the DLC for it. I, I'm one of those people. I, I I wanted to support this developer because he made a very good game. Um, oh, so good. I mean, I we, I feel like every week since this game's come to Xbox, we've talked about it on the podcast. But it's so good. It's fantastic. It's like a simple. It's the most simple game ever, but it, it works so well. It's just the rush of collected items and and. Uh, it's, it's just like it's so simple. It's just move. It's essentially, it's just one stick, and that's it. Like one button <laughs> gameplay. It's it's crazy. Um, one of our favorite games is won a couple of awards in the uh, XMB Awards. Go look through the XMB Awards. Another hint to go back and watch that episode because we uh, we talk about how great that is on multiple occasions <laughs> during that episode as well. Um, yeah, I I mean it's my number three. I think it's a fantastic game. Um, probably the most addicted I've been to a game this year for sure. Like we had the award for a game that kept us up till three a.m. This game kept me up till three a.m., four a.m., five a.m. There was one night literally I was like up to like six a.m. playing it. I was like I need to stop playing, but I want just one more game, one more go, one more, one more, one more run. <laughs> it's one of those games, just like one more run. I just want one more run. It's like it's oh, it's. Fantastic. Vampire Survivors. Love it. My number three. My number three. What is your number three, Alice? 
Grounded. Ooh, <laughs> Grounded. Love Grounded. We we played a lot of Grounded together, didn't we? Back in, over the, when I was off for a couple of weeks off work, we were obsessed with this game. So good. Oh my god. Yeah, I I was skeptical at first, and I thought, oh, Grounded, it's all right. But then when you mentioned it, it's a bit like Minecraft, I went yeah. in, and it was hard to learn the rapes. But as soon as I joined in the game with you, it's like, yeah. oh, there's a house. There's items, and it just got yeah. me thinking, like, how to do this. The only thing is, it's yeah. just, like, it's a very difficult game, and I still haven't beaten it after I yeah. poured more hours into it, because yeah. I think it's just one of those games that it has the likeness of Minecraft, only you have to have to think hard in order to, like, beat the game. Like, yeah. Minecraft, you know what to do. You just have to go around, find resources, and then build stuff. But in grounded, it's just like you have to be smart about the environment. Like yeah. you get thirsty a lot, so you can't drink from the dirty water. You had to collect dew from the uh, grass uh, leaves, so you just yeah. have to like find a way to collect that. And then you also have to find a way to beat the spider, which is why people are relying more on like cheesy methods than like yeah. trying to find ways to easily beat things like spiders. So it does ramp up with the difficulty, and it is certainly the game that if you've got a bunch of friends who is interested to play that, then it's pretty much there. Yeah, I mean, I agree with everything you said. I love the way you like just said you didn't know what you were doing, and then you came into my world, and then you're like, oh yeah, and then you basically yes. surpassed me then, like within like a day. So I'm like, oh, what are you doing, Alex? It's like, oh well, I've got the poisoned arrows. It's like, how'd you get that? Oh, I did this and this and this. Oh, and I also got this. I've got this weapon. <laughs> like I felt the day cracks. Like okay, <laughs> <laughs> basically you took over my world and completely like did everything. It's hilarious. Um, it just yeah, shows have... how addictive it is. It's really addictive. We were up until three or four o'clock every night playing it for like a month. Yes. Um, like making zip lines. So we got like zip lines going to all four parts of the of the garden, and we got my house that I made out of leaves. Um, yeah, exactly. Oh, the zip God, lines. So you have to like make sure you make a zip line that goes from the top and down to the bottom. But if yeah. you want to go all the way back, you have to like from that same bottom point. You just build the top. Part, and then it just slides over to another one and this yeah. one is like really tricky to do because you have yeah. to measure the anchors and make sure it delivers enough of the gravity for you to slide around but yeah. guess what new update comes out that not only you have bigger ba backpacks but you also have yeah. zip lines that go both ways <laughs> Yeah, which is what we would have loved to have had that earlier. Thanks, thanks, Grounded. <laughs> as soon as we build these towers for, for zip lines, they, they fix it. <laughs> well, it's not just Grounded, it's Obsidian yeah. Games. Yeah. Made by yeah. 10 people. Obsidian have been fantastic this year. I think if, if Xbox didn't own Obsidian, this would have been an even worse year for Xbox. They basically they carried Xbox on their back this year. Haven't played Pentiment. Granted, but it's been it got ten out of tens, so we got ten out of tens from all these people, and then grounded's been fantastic as well. Um, I think. Well, mind you, the well, Pentiment we... didn't didn't get nominated for any of the awards of the Game Awards, so this no. is weird. Yeah, and I, 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 well, while we're talking about grounded, I, 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 I might as well just say it. Grounded is my number two. 
It's number two on my list, so... Oh, is I, it? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so it's, uh, we were going to talk more about Grounded as soon as we went back to me, so there we go. Um, uh, it's just it's so much fun. We had so much fun playing this game. Like, you had a bow and arrow, and we didn't have enough materials for bow and arrows, so what we did, I built, like, ten spears, and then we'd find a spider, and I'd just chuck spears at it, and the spears would get stuck in its side and stuff. It was so cool. So yeah, exactly, cool. because you... <laughs> packed your backpack with some of these spears and it does actually yeah. do more way more damage compared to the mobile burn and arrow which yeah. you can get better at bow and arrows but okay. spears is just pretty much a good oh, starting so method fun. but oh, it's, it's such so a nightmare because it just fills up your bag quickly like yeah. when you died in this like haze area and you just dropped your backpack yeah. it was left there for days while i was trying to get myself back together pick up all the pieces then yeah. when I just got over the backpack, collected some of your spears, but don't have enough space to collect all the spears. So I had to come out, go back to the house and drop them, and then come yeah. back to collect more spears. Well, I think uh, what I like about Grounded is that uh, in Minecraft, when you die, you just everything just explodes out of you, like all the items, and you've got to try and find them. And then they disappear, they despawn after like 10 minutes. Whereas grounded, if you die, everything just stays in your backpack, and you can eventually get it back. As you said, we had my backpack was lost for like a, like three or four days because we couldn't get back to where I was, and I eventually got my stuff back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the uh, the game is so hard though, and you was, I love the way you were saying about some people cheesing. We cheesed it. We cheesed the spiders. We we knew how to cheese the spiders. We. Che- <laughs> Mob Spider is by far one of the toughest creatures in the game, and there's yeah. a much worse form of it later in the game. We haven't got to yet. No spoilers. But, no spoilers. Um, but how I defeated it, as I'm the first one to do it, I got the spider to run into a leaf and just attacked, attacked it by hitting its legs behind the leaf. And that's how I killed the first wolf spider for the poison and some extra parts, just to get a poison stagger and some loot. That game is so much fun. We gotta go back and play some more of it. I haven't played it. We haven't played it in a while. Ever since Pokemon came out, I've kind of been obsessed with that. I'm almost beating Pokemon, so we'll go back and play some uh, more Vampire Survivors and more Grounded (laughs) when Uh, when I've beaten Pokemon. (laughs) Do you have a huge family, and you're likely to have a lot more family events? Uh, not really. Most of my family's in Australia, so it's just uh. Uh, so they must be enjoying that summer with that hot barbecue with turkey yeah. skewers. Got some shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> and they would enjoy some uh, multi pythons meaning of life. They yeah. host that every Christmas, don't they? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've got a clue. Uh, <laughs> everything's upside down. <laughs> I was going to turn the camera upside down, but I thought I'll mess everything up if I did that, so let's not, let's not do that. <laughs> uh, well, for me, I got my sister's family coming over for a few uh, meetups, and yeah. there's also going to be a huge family meetup where all my cousins come in too. Like, I got a bit of a biggish family compared to yours, so, yeah. yeah. But speaking of which, like, you have a more a lot of your family members from Australia, so is it like uh, how do I say this? Um, is your mum from like Australia originally? No, well, no, we're we're, we're Welsh. We're we're how Welsh? I don't know what the accent was that. Um, <laughs> we've been well, no, we, we, our whole family's been based in Wales for like generations. Um, I'm it's not just some of them moved to Australia da- then. 
Yeah, I'm not super close to my dad, but my mum's. Uh, I live with my mum, we're both in Wales. My sister moved to Australia and has a dental practice, and uh, yeah. So we, we just. Our closest family have moved to Australia. Uh, we do have other family in the, in the UK, but we don't see them very often, so. Yeah. Well, most of them, my family, Australia. most of my family are in Cornwall. My sister's family come from the Midlands around, uh, yeah, the Midlands actually near to Oxford, I think, and, yeah. but they do come down to Cornwall for Christmas. So mine's just going to be a lot busier compared to yours. Oh, I'm having a quiet Christmas this year. I'm going to be playing God of War Ragnarok, which I've I got for Lucky Christmas you. from Santa Claus. Santa Claus is boy for me. <laughs> I don't know if it's worth saying about God of War on your Xbox podcast. <laughs> I, I know, I know, I, I know. I'm a traitor with my PS5 that I haven't played in like six months. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're going to talk about it more in the 2023 video, but uh, next year's going to be a great year for Xbox and PlayStation and Switch. So I don't know how we're going to fit all these games in next year. We're going to talk about that next in it. In next week's episode, <laughs> so a little bit of a teaser. <laughs> so that was my number two. So we'll get back to the chart now. So your number three was was grounded. My number two was grounded. So that's currently got to be front runner, right? That's seven points, right? It's four points for my number two, yeah. And three points for your number three. So seven points in the lead so far is grounded. Ooh, will anything be able to take it over in the list? Ooh, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, so, with that being said, what is your number two, 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 number two. Vampire Survivors. <laughs> Vampire Survivors. Now we're going to have a tie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what because, we're tying. <laughs> yeah. And I can explain why it's in this list. Like, oh, it's, so it's, good. it's been mentioned once in the Game Awards. Now it's just favoured by people to be in their own personal Game of the Year lists. And it's just for this simple reason that for the game, there's like only sales for like four quid and you can get it on the Game Pass. But it does have all the officials of Game Maker. Guess what? Uh, Like, it's just really difficult. It just feels like a mobile game that's like very similar to the other mobile games you have on the phone. And yeah, you yeah. can play it on the TV, so it feels as if it's not so special. But I played so played it for so many hours that it even got me to about four a.m. Yeah. or even like five a.m. in the morning because it's just so addictive. Yeah. It just starts off like really oh. hard, like you just go around. You only use your thumbstick to kill some enemies, yeah. but as you power up get gain more points for your stats and then go through more levels you eventually get yeah. more powerful and it just turns into a white bullet hell shooter it is it that the game where you run out of juice and it's no longer like really good but it's still really really fun i mean with me as well it's like i felt like the game ran out of juice but now i've just got the dlc so now i've got loads to play again Yes. I mean, have you have you got all the achievements with the DLC yet? <laughs> that's that's the next that's the next goal, isn't it? Oh. Still working on it, but yeah. the ten one hundred thousand you have to you know you got like one hundred thousand to get for the Queen Sigma. You now have to do yeah. a couple of more achievements for two extra characters in the game. Yeah. And honestly, these characters are much worse 
They're much oh. harder to start and use harder to get more kills without getting killed because when you get killed in the game, it freezes your kills count. So you have to make sure you do this in one single life. And this just makes Ooh, them hard. like probably the most frustrating achievements of the game so far. <laughs> I need to go back and play it. I have, I, uh, yeah. I, you, I, like you had all the achievements on it, and I was like so jealous. I need to go back and do that. I've already mm. got got about half the achievements. I love it. That was such a good mm. game. Oh my god, I I love the fact that he, it was my number three and your number two, and, and grounded was my number two and your number three. So they both got seven points. So <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna do this. <laughs> we're gonna try and figure this out. Oh, that's that's good. Um, that's good. Yeah. So <laughs> I just like already got all the. Uh, awards from the Halo Winter Update and Winter Contingency. Well, I, I have yet well. to get a Mark Five helmet for it, so yeah. I might probably try again tonight to see if I can get the last item, and then it's be done for season three. But nice. because, but once I get that done, I can go back to Vampire Survivors to get all the achievements. However, yeah. I'm currently playing it on my on my iPad and my phone. Yeah. They do have separate saves, but that's no problem. It just means yeah. I can like play both games in their separate progressions on like my iPad and my iPhone. But yeah. I just think I feel that it's a bit trickier to do it on the touch screen because you have to like push your finger towards the direction to move yeah. the character around. And it's a bit unwieldy on the phone screen. It's easier on the tablet, but I think the PC and the Xbox versions are by far much better compared to the mobile games. But it just yeah. taught me like how it's just still t- chases me. Like even I if to... I learned about how to get back on track with the yeah. other versions of those games, but but it's just like it's still a bit challenging because you had to deal with a tiny mobile phone, and yeah. it just makes it a bit more challenging. Have you tried doing the cloud streaming version of it yet? Because I tried cloud streaming it before. And it's really difficult on the touch screen. If you use the touch screen on the cloud stream, the A's on one side and the joysticks on the other side, so it's like really off putting. It's like it's like you, you oh. want to touch the guy, but you don't touch the guy. You, you yeah, it's it's really not. I I don't think it's great. I need to, it needs it needs work on that one. But but yeah, uh, I've tried the cloud version only using the controller on my Linux laptop, but there's too much latency that. It's better to play it straight on a console. But on the phone, it's just like yeah. more difficult, even though you can press your finger anywhere on the screen. It's fair, fair. Uh, I mean, it's a really fun game. I, I, I've been playing it a lot on my phone, so I, I I love the Xbox version. I've been playing a lot on my phone. I want to go back and finish it. Um, yeah, Vampire Survivors, what a game. What a game. Sh- should I move on to my number one? Yeah, let me guess. Elden Ring. Oh, of course it's Elden Ring. <laughs> of course it's Elden Ring. It's always going to be Elden Ring. I'm obsessed with this game. Um, yeah, it's been my number one since it was announced. It's been the game of the year. Um, I have the, the tree behind me. Uh, you know, it's all about finding those maidens and uh, <laughs> not being maidenless. And having my magic. Oh my God, that game is so good. It's... Oh, it's like the best. Like I, I've never been a souls. I've never been a souls from software kind of person. I like. I played Dark Souls one, two, three. 
uh, Bloodborne and all that, but I never finished them. This is the first one I've I've finished, and I love every single second of it. It's such a good game. I beat I beat Milena, uh, and I've I've got my magic spells, and I've oh, it's just the best. It's like the best open world game I've ever played. Uh, it's like it feels almost like the sequel to Breath of the Wild almost. Even though we're getting the sequel to Breath of the Wild next year. But it's like Breath of the Wild is my favourite open world game ever when it came out. Game of it was my game of the decade and now this is like the next the next level up from Breath of the Wild. It's like it's ah oh, it's so masterful. It's it's an open world game that doesn't have it's not like handholdy and it doesn't have over the over the top check marks like and it's not like horizon where you're playing horizon and Aloy goes huh maybe i should climb this hill right now and it's like shut up Aloy. i'm trying to play the game it's not telling me <laughs> tell me what to do or like oh maybe i should collect this or maybe i should collect that it's like no just do what you want it's an open world and it's just like like I has, i've had so much fun playing that game could spend hours playing it, and I could spend hours talking about how great it is. And everyone knows it's fantastic because it won IGN's Game of the Year, it won the Game Awards Game of the Year, and yeah. And it's sad it's not going to win our Game of the Year. I don't think, unless it's your number one, which I very much doubt it because you haven't played it. So I, <laughs> I can't see it can't physically win Game of the Year for us, unfortunately. But it is my Game of the Year, and I love it so much. And I, I, I will. Uh, yeah, I will die on that hill if anyone says that God of War is better than it. They're wrong, even though I haven't played God of War yet. So there you well, go. Well, how about you guess what I got for my number one? Yeah, I haven't got a clue. I was trying. I thought <laughs> your number one was going to be Vampire Survivors, to be honest, uh, or Pokemon. Well, two. Oh, do you say Pokemon? Oh, you, okay. Is it Legends Arceus? You got it right. Is my mobile one game of the year? <laughs> oh, fair enough. Uh, Legends Arcus is a fantastic game. I picked Scarlet and Violet because I felt like it had long longevity for me. But oh yeah, Legends Arcus, what a game! Fantastic game. Um, yeah, okay, I didn't see that coming, so that's funny. Uh, well, yeah, okay. I can say about that. Pokemon Violet and Scarlet, these are really fun games. But when I got into Arceus, oh, yeah. that it's a bit of a learning curve because you had to deal with yeah. a different system. But once you get used to it, it's like really interesting control interface where you throw out Pokemon using Pokeballs and then you just yeah. like do uh, throw out items too. So it just yeah. kind of incorporates Pokemon Snap into like Pokemon Red and Blue. Like it lacks the breeding, the hold items. Yeah. Like, but it doesn't have a lot of battles, so it expects you to catch a lot of Pokemon. I mean, a ton of Pokemon. Yeah. Because you have to fill up, like, the first four passages of your box system before you can actually release masses amount of Pokemon because it knows you're going to be catching loads of Pokemon. Because how it works is that you don't just, like, catch a Pokemon to complete the Pokedex entry. And this is where it's just, like, annoys me that. You had to either catch loads of Pokemon or use a Pokemon in the battle and use multiple moves. Yeah. And and it's just like if you just carry on and like massive old Pokemon, you're gonna miss out on like Pokedex entries. Like it's really nice if you like do more tasks in the Pokedex to get more points to increase the obedience level. But yeah. when it comes to completing the Pokedex, 
you actually have to research your Pokemon to complete your Pokedex. And I think it's a really interesting system, but it can be a bit like annoying at times because you just often like miss out on the tasks to do it. But I, I begin to realize like how much of a quality life improvements are in. Like you can like summon white Pokemon and how you can transfer to open worlds, which has been split yeah. into different areas. It's got much better performance than Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, is probably because of that. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but then it's just really interesting, like how you try to stealth and sneak around Pokemon so you can oh, catch them so your Pokeballs. Yeah. And then once you like do the battles and you try to deal with the, say, Alpha Pokemon, like if you're gonna run a, like. If you're going to lose all the Pokemon, you can just run away and you just try to get away from the Pokemon so you wouldn't like, lose money unless you get killed and you drop the sachet like within Grounded. And I think, yeah, it's yeah. just really good. I just think oh, like when Game Freak come to the realize uh, senses and learn from the depths behind Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, they can, re they can make another game of this in like Unreal Engine 5. Like, when I sent you the video where someone has recreated this sky pillar area from Ruby and Sapphire and put it into Unreal Engine 5. Yeah. I haven't seen I that. Mean, I'll have to look at it. But it sounds impressive. Because it's always impressive about Unreal 5. I'll have to have a look. I just think it's just really entertaining because you just get used to this grind of a formula. And I think it still has to, like, stay for quite a while. But... In terms of performance, the accessibility, and even like the gameplay wise, I think I just like growing on it and I think it's really good. I just hope, I just appreciate if it had bare visuals and yeah. have all the features like breathing and hold items. And I think those things can like make this one to be the best Pokemon game of all time. Oh, and I so feel good. this is, yeah. it just deserves the number one spot. Like, I the only regret I have is that I didn't play it when it came out and yeah. I was like trying to save my pennies up because I did buy a lot of furniture and equipment in like the earlier part of this year. But when yeah. I got into like Pokemon Violet and I, oh, there's Hisuri Pokemon I can get into this game too. So I yeah. like to play Arceus. But I was so glad to get to play Pokemon Arceus anyway. And I think yeah. it's definitely worth more than like 30 quid for it. So, oh, yeah. yeah, it's great. I mean, Arceus is such a good game. I know, I know, it's not on my top five, but it's a fantastic game. I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I, I've 100% it, got all the, I've filled the Pokedex in it. I got all the ghost sprites and stuff like that. The open world was so much fun to travel around. I, I quite, I think I preferred having multiple travel, po travel mod instead of having the weird bike hybrid of what we got in scarlet and violet um <laughs> uh, I, I quite like having like different monsters to ride on and do different stuff with um i, I really enjoyed it though it's yeah i, I can't blame you for putting it in your top is your number one it's a very good game uh i loved it when i played it uh i haven't so... gone back to it since i've 100 percented it but i really enjoyed it back in the i really did enjoy it and pokemon killing it at the moment people are slagging yes. off Pokemon games for being buggy but I feel like Legends Arceus, Scarlet and Violet have all been fantastic games and they're some of the best Pokemon games ever made. Even if they are a bit buggy, I feel like the games themselves are still class. They're still I'm still waiting for like 
I'm still waiting for like Pokemon Scarlet and Violet to be added with some home functionality. So I think oh, that wait. would be yeah. really good. But now I have to ask you, why would you put Scarlet and Violet on the list and not Arceus? Because uh, yeah, I said I'll say this when I when I put it on the list. So uh, I enjoyed both games. I think they're both fantastic. But I finished both of them. And I'm more likely to go back to play in Violet than I am to go back to play Arceus. I have all 400 Pokemon on Arceus. I filled the Pokedex. I've got Arceus, the the, the main Pokemon. Uh, but whereas Scarlet and Violet, I can still do raids. I can still do shiny hunting. I this I don't know. I just feel like there's more to do in the post game. Like you can redo the. I mean, I don't want to spoil stuff. You could, it's like you could do more. There's more battles you could do in the post game. Uh, there's more stuff you could just do, and it's just I don't know. I feel like there's more. There's just more to do in Scarlet and Violet once you've beaten the game. I feel like the post game is better, but I still yes. really enjoyed. I really enjoyed Arceus. I think it's a fantastic game. I'm not gonna. I it's I it's flip of a coin. What because like, I couldn't decide which one I preferred. To be honest, I ended well, up choosing Scarlet and Violet because of the post game essentially. Uh, I think it's yeah, just got more surprises in too, so that's great. But yeah. I think bear in mind that it's easier to find shinies in the in Arceus, but I haven't oh, checked yeah. it out for myself because apparently. But apparently, if you complete entries and try to perfect them, you increase their shiny odds, so it's going to be more fun to find them, and then you yeah. can stack them up for when you transfer to Pokemon Fire in the new year. But, yeah. but I think one thing that somehow what makes Scarlet and Violet to have more replay value is that you have raids in Scarlet and Violet, whereas yeah. in the Arceus you don't have any. It's strictly yeah. a single-player game. And I think yeah. it's just the system is more closely related to Pokemon Mud and Blue and doesn't even have all the yeah. features you expect in the original Pokemon Gold and Silver. So I just <laughs> no. think this is a huge disadvantage there. I still think they're great, though. I think uh, you've got the time-space distortions, which are cool. Uh, oh, got... these ones are tough, because you just go in, <laughs> you collect some items, and I thought, hey, you can use them as evolution items. Oh, watch out, there's some really powerful Pokemon in there, so you have to be careful. Yeah. And yet, these are the best places to get more of your starter Pokemon, too. Like, oh, yeah. gosh. You could get all the Pokemon in, in Scarlet and Violet, you know, in Legend of Arceus, instead of... Because usually in Pokemon games they split some are exclusive to Violet, some are exclusive to Scarlet. Whereas Pokemon Arceus, you have them all. So there is some, like there is some definitely some pros to it. I like the fact that you can evolve Pokemon whenever you want in in a Legends Arceus. It's not automatic. It's like there's little things like that. There's just got little things that make it little quality of life things they've improved, but. Uh, and, and also, um, quick ba you can do quick moves and, and strong moves, which they, which they got rid of in Scarlet and Violet, which I think they should bring back because I think that was a good, that was mm. a good thing. You changed up the battle order a bit and it made it interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, I love both games. They think they're both fantastic. I would, I put Violet and Scarlet on my list, but I, I could have quite easily put uh, Arcus on my list. Uh, so my number one was Elden Ring. Your number one was Arcus. Um, we have an issue. So, my number one was Elden Ring, your number one was Arceus, and then we have two games with seven points, which are Grounded and Vampire Survives. So, what's yeah. our game of the year? Let's focus on, like, what we got in the list. So, 
I rearrange them based on the popularity. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't seem to be fair, in it? <laughs> yeah. I don't but think... anyway, uh, bottom of the list is Pokemon Scarlet and Violet at two points. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Tunic uh... at two points. Mm-hmm. Plague Tail at two points, so they're joint third. Yep. So... And then at joint se- second is Elden Ring at five, Pokemon <laughs> Legends Arceus at five. Yeah, it's mad how that's turned out. I didn't expect this. I was I thought we'd have a clear winner. I'm, I'm shocked that we got actually we're gonna have to discuss this, aren't we? So our t- tied in first place, Vampire Survives and Grounded, right? What do we? That's what... I was gonna say that. Sorry, uh, I so Vampire again. Survivors <laughs> seven, Grounded yeah. seven. So we now have to make a decision on which of the geese games deserve the game of the year. Oh, so hard. That is so hard. It's like picking apples and oranges. How would you pick between these two games? They're so different. Oh, I would gosh. say, if you ask my opinion, yeah, go ahead. A, I choose Vampire Survivors to be the game of the year because I think it's more well known compared to Grounded, and it's still very addictive. And it even got me back to play the game more. Whereas Grounded is just like, got in there, but it works best if you have co-op. So I just say, yeah. like, Vampire Survivors takes my vote. What do you think? Uh, I mean, my initial vote... So Grounded was my number two over Vampire Survivors, so I initially put it over the over it, but I could see what you're saying. I mean, what I was going to say is I think I will be happy to give it to Vampire Survivors because... It's a smaller team, and it's there's also. I feel like it getting snubbed at the game awards really annoyed me. It should have got. It should have got nominated for more awards, and it should have yes. probably won best new indie for sure. Um, and it's been mentioned in like. It. It's been mentioned in like uh, Jim's Acquisition's top games, which include Pokemon Arceus and Vampire Survivors, as well as Elden yeah. Ring. It's not done in a particular order, but it does include indie games. But the three we definitely know are those three I just mentioned. Yeah, I think... So there's no mention of Grounded. I like both games a lot, but I think I am happy to concede. And I think we could go with Vampire Survives as our game of the year. I think I'm happy with that. Uh, Congratulations to Vampire Survives, our game of the year. Didn't see that coming. Uh, but very exciting, very good game, well deserved. Uh, underrated, mm. and congratulations. Woo. Congratulations! Congratulations! <laughs> I don't know if it's just hurt, made your eardrums burst, so sorry. if that happens, sorry. Then, sorry. sorry he, no, 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 it's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope you can like, edit it, so it should be alright. <laughs> I'll put some noise. I'll put some music. I'll put some sound effects in. Uh, don't you worry. Uh, so that is our game of the year discussion. Our episode. What, what episode is this? Episode thirty-two of Xbox the Box. Tune in next week for our special twenty twenty-three episode. Uh, is there anything else we wanted to discuss before we close the episode? So actually, we can do with the last question. So, what's your most disappointing moment this year? disappointed um gaming wise i would say probably 
DLC, probably. The lack of Halo DLC. I mean, I, we finally got the right track. I think we. I think when we get season three next year, it's gonna be great. But it's uh, Halo Infinite was my favorite game of 2021, and I absolutely adored it. Uh, and then 2022 has kind of fallen off a cliff a little bit. I'm hoping that we got the we got the, they got the holiday pa- the holiday uh, pass now, and they have the winter update, which is the 30, 30 level battle pass. But when we finally get season three, I'm hoping they're gonna the wheels are gonna get in motion again. And we got like the pits and stuff like that. We got some new stuff, and I'm hoping... Yeah. Uh, I can still talk, right? Yeah, you can still talk. Sorry, yeah, my microphone just died briefly. <laughs> you, you go ahead. Good, that means I can talk more. So Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, the biggest disappointment for me is, yeah, Halo Infinite Season 2. I don't know if it sucks yeah. about the lack of Halo DLC, but yeah. I just think with Halo Season 2, which is supposed to be three months, then it just goes on for six months. But now it goes longer than six months. And then you just have the winter update, which only got, catches up with the uh, extra items, which is good for everyone. But I just feel like people are struggling to get this game to work as a live service game. So I hope, yeah. like, when season three, that it's looking more promising. And it's got the custom games browser, so you can get to check out the Forge maps. And I think that's going to be really good. But I still think this is a huge disappointment. And sure. even as someone who played more Halo Infinite than anyone else, this one is just like kind of like ruins the fun, really. Yeah, I'm hoping next year we're gonna have a better. I'm hoping that when we get to the Game of the Year discussion 2023, we're gonna be like, "Hey, Halo was actually good now." <laughs> That's what I'm hoping <laughs> we're gonna be saying next, this time next year. Uh, fingers crossed. Uh, I'm still gonna play it. As you said, you you've got all the, you've almost finished the battle pass. I haven't touched it yet because I've been playing Pokemon. I need to go back and play some Halo. I'll probably play that tonight. Actually, trying to lock some uh, of the Christmas stuff, the Christmas items. Yeah, that's a good that idea. Be fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, are we done with epi- are we are we finished with this episode. Yep. Okay, thank you guys for watching episode thirty two of Xbox the Box. It's our Game of the Year discussion. What was your personal Game of the Year? Let us know in the comments below. Are you happy that Vampire Survivors has won? Do you feel the Grounded got robbed? Do you think that, uh, that Alice should play Elden Ring? Uh, let, me, <laughs> let us know in the comments below. <laughs> now let us know in the comments below. Where, where we at? We're, that was a lot of fun. Thank you guys for watching. And until next time, too sweet. Play this, guys. Bye! Bye. Thank you for listening to the X Marks the Box podcast. Follow us at X Marks Box on Twitter or X Marks the Box on YouTube. And follow us on all audio podcast services. Thanks for listening.